0: Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I'm Sarah Gorski, and I'm here today with Chloe Skye. I'm here, it's me. Chloe is here, and Chloe, I especially asked you to be here today. I felt like this broad is going to be a broad you're really going to dig
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to get a kick out of her.
0: I think you're going to get a kick out of her. I also think you don't know who she is because you're off social media right now. And this is like a purely social media event, but now there's like articles about it. So unless you have read the specific articles, I don't think you'll know what's going on.
1: I'm pretty sure I have not read any articles about anyone on social media lately.
0: (laughs) She is not a celebrity or was not until this past week. Her name is Olivia Juliana. Have you heard that name? Nope. Okay, well, how about the name Matt Gates?
1: Okay, yeah, I've heard of him.
0: While I was soaking in the bath earlier today, I was like, what should I refer to Matt Gates as? And I was like, sentient trash.
1: <laughs> that's a good way to put it.
0: I think that's going to be my <laughs> nickname for him. He's a turd. And he's a representative in Florida. In Florida, I think, right?
1: I, Florida sounds right.
0: Is he even human? I don't even know. I think he might just be garbage.
1: There's a Pokemon... That's a giant trash pile called Garbador. And I've taken to calling any trash human Garbador. Garbador. Very few people ever know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but it makes me laugh. You know
0: what I always think of is I always think of that South Park episode with the big shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, that's a funny episode for anyone who hasn't watched that. Um <laughs> Back to Olivia Juliana. That is not her full name. It's her first name and last name because she's somewhat protecting her identity. She is 19 years old, a little bit older than Greta Thunberg, but just as powerful, it seems, and American. She is American. I'm going to just read her Instagram profile. She is Greg Abbott's arch enemy, 19-year-old activist fighting against the Texas GOP. And she's a strategist for Gen Z for Change, which is an organization of Gen Zers who are sick of all this shit and who are raising funds specifically right now for abortion rights, but also kind of like for all the rights that are kind of getting stripped by all of these Republican lawmakers that are really standing up against that. And specifically, she is in Texas, so she's like... Ah, she's like, but she's like fist bumping with Beto in in the wake of this story I'm about to tell you and all this cool stuff, which that's so cool. Okay, so let me though dial back. So I don't have a lot of info about her personal life because she does kind of protect her identity a little bit, which I think is actually really smart.
1: Oh, yeah. Gen Z is like on top of the privacy way more than anyone. Like millennials, we suck.
0: (laughs) I mean, actually, I feel like I'm okay at it.
1: You're probably pretty good at it, but you also work on the internet, like you work in digital stuff, so.
0: I know, I taught you how to turn off your cookies the other day.
1: Oh no, that's that wasn't me. I always decline the cookies.
0: I th- why did I think that was you? All right, no, anyway. No, no. So let's dial it back to the to the origin of the story. Last Saturday night, this is like a week ago, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, so like nine days ago, and there was a student action summit in Tampa, Florida, and Matt Gates was speaking there. <laughs> Because he's such an influencer for the for yes. the Republican youths. Let me do a content warning, a quick content warning, that the things he says are fucking awful and hateful and fat-phobic. So if that is not content for you, listeners, you can fast forward like 30 seconds. So at this like friggin' fundraiser student action summit, Matt Gates says, quote, Why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. These people are odious." from the inside out they're like five foot two 350 pounds and they're like give me my abortions or i'll get up and march in protest end quote this is elected official matt gates
1: i want to throw up real quick <laughs> honestly though i do think isn't that a george carlin joke like i feel like that's a carlin joke from the 80s that republicans have just like claimed as their own is it I think so I, I vaguely remember hearing Carlin say something like that in one of his specials like why is it the ugliest women who are worried about abortion rights or that are that are feminists and
0: well that's because they have the same argument they've been using the same arguments for 60 years so yeah nothing has changed nothing
1: much has changed in, in the lifespan of these people So
0: Olivia Juliana are activist and political she is a political strategist for Gen Z for change so she's like working in the organization so she sees these words and she tweets. Quote, "It's come to my attention that Matt Gates, alleged pedophile, has said that it's always the quote odious 5 foot 2 350 pound woman that nobody wants to impregnate who rally for abortion. I'm actually 5 foot eleven, six foot 4 in heels. I wear them so the small men like you are reminded of your place." <laughs> And uh, and like in his like rantings and ravings, he like posted a picture of her, and she is like a little bit of a bigger person, I guess. A little heavy set. Yes, that's the be- that's a very good descriptor. But who the fuck cares? Right, like this is twenty twenty two. People can be whatever fucking size they want, and also you're born the way you're born, and that's just fine. There's a
1: lot of reasons people are overweight, and it's not all bad choices.
0: Fat phobia has no place in my life, and I don't think it should have a place in anybody's life, because it's stupid. So she tweets that, and Gates starts, quote, tweeting an article about raising the dander of his opponents, and he posts her picture with the words, dander raised, which is, I believe my understanding of it is that that phrase is like the dog whistle, and so all of his supporters are like, oh, our dander's raised, now we're gonna go for her, we're
1: gonna Uh, Call to arms.
0: Call to to arms against Olivia Giuliana, this 19-year-old activist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Politician Daddy wants us to attack a 19-year-old. Let's do it.
0: Pedophile Daddy. So, of course, all of his shitty minions, mini garbage people minions, <laughs> all start harassing her and they're sending her horrific messages and they're trying to shame her for just being who she is. And Olivia Giuliana, okay, do you have any guesses? Okay, do you guess how the story is going to end? Do you know?
1: It's I don't want to guess because I feel like I I actually may have read something about okay, this. Okay, but
0: don't. Okay, but don't guess. <laughs> So Olivia, when asked about this later, she says, quote, Whenever someone resorts to body shaming in an argument, it's because they can't intellectually and factually get their point across. He can claim he's pro-life, pro-family, pro-child, but the reality is this is a sitting congressman who voted against increased funding for baby formula during a shortage. When it comes down to helping families, it's not Matt Gates, It's me.
1: Ooh, clap back.
0: <laughs> yes. So her and Gates ended up, like, shooting each other tweets back all week. I'm not really a person. I'm, like, a Twitter, like, lurker-ish. Like, I scan it sometimes, but I don't, like, actually, like, live and consume the platform like people who are, like, true Twitter users
1: do. It's a terrifying place to live if if you spend all your time there. I
0: am a little terrified of it. Yeah. I've been trying to use it for broads you should know. I've been trying to tweet the broads, Chloe. I'm trying. There also are a lot of smart people, too, on Twitter. It's just, like, it could be a cesspool. But also, like, all the social media platforms are supposed in their own ways I feel like so anyway
1: right. the algorithm doesn't like to support smart people
0: so so Olivia she's got all this attention kind of thrown on her by this public figure Matt Gates who has a huge following for someone who's a accused pedophile <laughs> Huge social following. And Olivia says, quote, I had an opportunity to have more attention. Matt had put a spotlight on me. He had given me a chance to rebut publicly, and I think what he was expecting was for me to fall into an outrage cycle. And he wanted me to be like, quote, This is horrendous. You're evil. You should be canceled. He wants people to label him as a monster and free speech absolutist. And I don't think he expected for me to respond in the way that I did. The way that she responds is by starting a fundraiser for abortion funds. Damn right. I should say, the, the fundraiser was already, Gen Z for change had already been raising funds for abortion, but she like uses this opportunity to be like, oh yeah? So she tweeted on Monday then, after this weekend of back and forth with Matt Gates, that she was fundraising for the youth-led nonprofit organization Abortion Funds in honor of Matt Gates publicly body-shaming me. Ooh. Abortion funds are the providers, and they're going to split the funds between 50 different satellites of abortion funds, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about abortion funds a little bit in our previous episodes about the overturning of Roe versus Wade. If anyone hasn't listened to that yet, go back and listen to that. A lot of information there. And by early Tuesday morning... She had raised $28,000.
1: That's like overnight?
0: Overnight. (laughs) She raises $28,000. And then she keeps going on Twitter. I've never like done a podcast episode that's based in Twitter posts, but it feels appropriate. So a couple days later, she tweets, Well, Matt Gates, I have to hand it to you. I didn't think you cared about us abortion rights activists, but your spotlight on me has helped raise 50 k for abortion funds in the last 24 hours. So I made you a special thank you card. It almost feels like Matt Gates is pro-abortion. <laughs> and there was like a picture of this uh, thank you card. I'm going to like try to show you on the screen. She like made a <laughs> card for... <laughs>
1: To Mad Gates. That's fantastic. That is uh, that is A plus level trolling. I love This is it.
0: this is why I knew you would love it. And it keeps going. I'm just gonna keep like reading these posts. They're freaking amazing. So she tweets, friends, we got hashtag Matt Gates has triggered trending number one. Let's piss him off by donating even more to abortion funds. In the last forty-eight hours, we've raised over two hundred and seventy-five thousand, all because Gates decided to body shame me.
1: Holy crap. That's how you do it. Rather than give in to the hate, you just, you turn it around and turn it, push it to something positive.
0: Yes. And it keeps, it's just, the story's not over. This is, that was only like Wednesday, I think was the 400,000 mark. And then she posts, folks, this is my biggest ask yet. Matt Gates body shamed me. So I started fundraising for abortion funds. We just hit 850K. Oh Can we get God. to 1 million by midnight? I'm
1: going to, I'm going to assume they blew past that goal.
0: Uh huh. You would be correct. They raised over 1 million in 72 hours. And then she posts hashtag ThanksMadGates, and there's this picture of them <laughs> with their faces <laughs> pasted on pro wrestlers, and she has him in a headlock. <laughs> and it's like.
1: Oh, she's dominating him.
0: She. Is dominating him.
1: He'd be into it if she wasn't a little too old for him. She
0: tweets something like that. She like, oh my gosh, let me see if I have the tweet. At one point in the back and forth or whatever, she's like, I think I'm a little old for you,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> Did she like?
0: And she actually like publicly out loud says the pedophile thing about him being an unaccused pedophile, which a lot of people aren't doing, and like the news media like keeps conveniently forgetting to say, but this guy's like a creep of the nth degree and he should not be sitting in office right now. She has all of these statements. I'm going to post all of her social links and stuff so people can follow her audience because she is just obviously like a powerhouse. Um, There's this great... Teen Vogue did an interview of her. And Teen Vogue, by the way, if people don't know about this, Teen Vogue actually has like a remarkably good editorial section.
1: (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue puts out some of the greatest, most progressive articles of any magazine in existence.
0: And they managed to interview her this week. And so uh, some of these quotes from her are from the this article but they ask her how did you get the confidence to shut down elected officials publicly and she says i don't think i've ever said this in an interview but i grew up obsessed with professional wrestling and wwe and i truly believe that my comeback ability and my confidence in times of arguments or attacks 100 percent comes from years of watching wwe and scripted conflict <laughs> <laughs> in wrestling it's called mic work where pro wrestlers get on the mic and will be the villain, or they'll be the face, which is the good guy. I had years of watching storylines taking on authority figures or the quote bad guys and it made me develop a quick wit to respond in the situation. I mean, I was obsessed. I had f- posters of John Cena. My Nana got me into it. She developed Alzheimer's when she was young but she always remembered how much she loved watching WWE. And I was four or five visiting her house. Wrestling was always on TV so the love for it got instilled in me in a young age. Wow. <laughs> WWE daughter fuck. Oh, my God. I love it.
1: She probably brought a, t- a bunch of attention to them, too. They're they're so happy right now.
0: <laughs> WWE? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think this is vital right now in, like, the super progressive circles. I follow, like, Still We Rise and all of these kind of progress. So all of them have been, like, reposting this stuff like crazy. And every time they hit a new fundraising goal, they keep posting it, which is how I, like, first got clued into it. Well, I
1: may be wrong, but I would assume there are not a ton of Progressive people who watch WWE, but if they're like, "Oh, WWE teaches us how to clap back better," you know, I don't know. That could be a surge in viewership.
0: <laughs> it might be.
1: One of my roommates was just watching it the other night and was skyping with some people who were also watching it in Chicago, and it was just like a big. Wait, is
0: this the same roommate who's also guested on this podcast? Was it Zach? It was not Zach. Oh, it was a different. Roommate. <laughs> Never mind. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, it's very entertaining. It's super fun to watch. So it's not actually surprising to hear that. I just, like, love, like, that she attributes <laughs> it's,
1: it's fantastic. Pretty
0: quick-wittedness to that. Teen Vogue also asked her, well, what do you make of his non-response? Because he stopped responding at some point in all of this back and forth. Of
1: course. Every time he responds, he raises more money for abortion.
0: Right. Every time he responds, more people donate. And so uh, Olivia says, quote, I think he's scared. I honestly think he's terrified. I would be if I tried to go after someone and their response was to raise 160. 68,000 in less than 48 hours. Raising donations is one aspect of it, but this has also dramatically increased my following across social media platforms. I've gained over 75,000 followers on Twitter, 30,000 on TikTok, and 8,000 on Instagram. It's catapulted me to an entirely new level of social media status. He expected me to cower and hide, but that's not how it played out.
1: That's so inspiring.
0: She's so, so inspiring. At this very moment, I just like went into the to the fundraiser website to see what they're up to. And at this point right now, they're up to 2.2 million. (laughs) 2.2 million.
1: See, when I when this story stumbled into my realm, they were at, I think, 500k. And I was like, that's amazing. And I figured it would slow down. But it sounds like it's speeding up. Oh, so
0: you have heard this story, but you just didn't remember her name.
1: Correct. Uh, yeah. And I also, I didn't know it was Matt Gates, and I didn't know what he had attacked her for. I just like really skimmed an article and it was like, politician goes after child. Now there's $500,000 going to abortion funds. And I was like, hell yeah. And then I moved on.
0: I clicked through right away. I was like, I need to know what's happening because if I ever get into a conversation with someone who tries to defend these trash holes, I need to know like what to say to them. I feel like that's, you know, my excuse for, for buying into the drama. <laughs> That's but you know, we talked about this when we were talking about our Roe vs. Wade episode. And we're laughing about this and Olivia's amazing. But I also found like in the research for kind of the details on Olivia's story here. By Friday, or by Friday morning, they had raised $1.3 That is more than 10% of what the National Network of Abortion Funds, which includes 90 abortion funds in the United States and Mexico, distributed in an entire year. And it's also enough to fund thousands of abortions. And now they're up to 2.2, even more. And I think like, I can't emphasize enough, like small voices, she had very little following and she just decided to stand up and to not take shit, and to not let that fucking weasel get under her skin. And she flipped the script, and now she has provided thousands of abortions to women who can't receive them, probably because they live in a state that has a trigger law. You know, I'll keep circling back to it like a broken record, but people often wonder, what can I do? I can't do anything. I'm a helpless... Person, and here a 19-year-old Gen Zer was able to just flip something around and make such a huge difference. And she's not doing it for her. She's not see. She she acknowledges that she gets all these followers, but like she's not getting the money. It's going straight to abortion right, funds. Yeah. So I guess it. I just want to know, like, what is she going to do in the time between now and when she runs for president? Because <laughs> I'm a vote for her because holy. Oh, fully- yeah. Shit, that's the person I want.
1: She's got 16 years before she's allowed to, and then it'll probably be another couple cycles. I know, cycles, what? is it so
0: 45?
1: It's 30, 35, I think.
0: Dang, you mean yeah. we could be president right now if we had aspired to be?
1: I, I still need a few more years, I'm not there yet.
0: Called out, I got just got called out, everybody. <laughs> just got called out. Shit. <laughs>
1: No, I, I, I'm close. I'm very close to, to president, tr- first trans president. But, we'll, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I feel like it might be a while. Although, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think there will be a trans woman president or a cis woman president first? Because there seems to be a big clap back against cis women being president. But then Republicans don't think trans women are women. So they could like you know win some people over but they also seem anti-trans in general so I don't
0: know how to answer that question because I guess okay so I'm like obviously not over Hillary losing and Elizabeth Warren who ran the nomination.
1: All these people who could have at least slowed the spread of fascism across social media.
0: Yeah. People who were well qualified for the job, who were better qualified and would make a bigger difference like where we are now, where we are today shaking hands with Saudi Arabia. I should do a whole episode about that. Holy shit. But Mm -hmm. I think like this is like a huge rabbit hole wherein like, you know, I obviously cast a vote for Biden when it came down to it, but he wasn't the one that I wanted in the White House. And I do feel like a woman and the women who ran not all of the women who ran but many of them were very well qualified and i think they would have had more backbone and made a bigger difference and it's incredibly frustrating to watch a president not get more done
1: when when gen z is old enough to run it, that that's when it's going to happen cuz by that point you know the the boomers will mostly be dead and gen z i believe they're they're maybe the most politically active generation at, at their age. I, mean, I could be wrong. I, I you know, I don't know any statistics I don't know at like, all, statistically
0: but... compared to like the age of activism, you know, in the 60s and 70s there was a lot of activism from young folks. So I don't know like statistically, but I do know that Gen Zers are badass and that people who yeah. People who underestimate, underestimate the them and people who think they're just like whiners or something are not correct. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think? What is your like top level analysis of this broad?
1: I can't wait to see what she does with her newfound clout and her newfound following because I guarantee this is only the beginning. Like once once you have Spotlight thrust upon you and the first thing you do with it is raise money to help other people, like... Uh, there's good things coming. Like I can't this wait. is this is a snowball rolling down a mountain that's gonna grow and grow and grow into something beautiful.
0: It's like some kind of massive dopamine hit or serotonin. Wait, which is the one that makes you happy and gives you hope? Both. Serotonin?
1: They're both like the reward chemicals. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Whichever. Whichever. Slash. Both. It was like I just <laughs> suddenly got like a smelling salt jar of. Of serotonin, and I'm like, oh, my hope, it's here, yeah. it's here. There's people here doing these things, and and fucking trolling the shit out of the case. It's the
1: it's the ideal solution or response oh to my these God. Mother, to these pieces of shit
0: to these <laughs> sentient trash bags. Exactly. <laughs> Although sentient implies just alive or smart
1: not smart necessarily but like self-aware or not even necessarily self-aware sentient is i think i don't know when we talk about like technology becoming sentient we are we do mean like self-awareness so right, but like i would also Terminator. describe yeah but i would also <laughs> describe like animals as being sentient you yes know?
0: they are sentient beings
1: and i don't know that all of them are self-aware so
0: well i don't know that matt gates is sentient really so maybe that labels not <laughs> don't really know
1: just a, a, a trash bag that can speak
0: well everybody i'm going to have all of the links to uh abortion funds to to olivia Giuliana's pages so you can read the whole fiasco and the teen vogue article uh interview which is really awesome so go read the whole thing and uh next time somebody says some shit in front of you let's flip the script and let's write our own narrative with it because uh i'm really into that action absolutely to learn more about Olivia Juliana, see pictures of her, and some of these great memes we were talking about on this episode, visit broadsyoushouldknow.com. While you're there, you can click on over to the about page and read more about me and Chloe. Our bios, photos, links to our cool stuff is all right there. Hey, are you following Broad's You Should Know on social media yet? Check us out. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Broad's You Should Know and Twitter at bysk podcast. To suggest abroad, fill out the form on our website or email us at broadsoushouldknow at gmail.com. If you're a fan of this podcast, spread the word about us. Share your favorite episode with your friends or family and better yet, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Broads You Should Know is produced by me, Sarah Gorski, and edited by Chloe Skye, with original music by Darren Callahan. Finally, if you really enjoyed Olivia Giuliana's story, then you should check out some of the other teenage activist broads that we've covered. We've got Greta Thunberg, the climate activist, Fama Mohammed, the activist against genital mutilation, Ryu Soon, the Korean activist for the independence movement, and the valiant ladies of Potosi, the Peruvian vigilantes from the 1600s. See you next week for another broad you should know.